Hey guys, welcome to the 5-1 Volleyball Podcast. My name is Dan. It's a special episode tonight because I'm currently here live in Chicago for Volleyball Nations League Finals. Currently doing this podcast basically out of a closet here in the South Loop in Chicago. So exciting episode tonight. Very exciting group stage of Nations League, which I'm going to go over in detail tonight. We got the semifinals coming up tomorrow, but I have to say before I start anything else, how about Poland getting through to the semifinals with their B team, Wilfredo Leon, Bartosz Kurek, Pavel Zatorski, Matej Biniak, just the whole squad practicing in Poland, and they had to drag Wiedelhainen out all the way to Chicago, I know, it's a tough trip, but how about it, Poland qualifying, not only qualifying for the Nations League final round, but qualifying at the top of their group, beating Brazil, and what I have to say was actually probably one of my favorite games of all of Nations League, and maybe all of 2019 so far, incredible defensive rallies in that match between Poland and Brazil, Brazil playing with their A-team, Joandri Lille, Ricardo Lucarelli, Bruno for at least the first <laughs> the first few sets, Lucas Satkamp, Flavio, who who actually played really well by the way, Alan Souza Wallace. The whole squad was there, but they couldn't get over Poland, who was playing their B team. I just I just can't get over this fact. Both Bartosz Fulek and Bartosz Bedors were playing amazingly in that game versus Brazil. Marcin Comenda, who we have not talked about a lot on this podcast did a really, really good job of setting. You know, he clearly was told by Vidal Hayden to get the ball out to Bartosz Bandors as much as possible. But he did a good job in balancing it. He set Carl Kloch really well. He set Machi Muzai really well when he came in in the second set. So props to Marcin Komenda. Honestly, as not the biggest Gregor Lomash fan or Fabian Drija fan, I think Marcin Komenda could actually supplant those guys sooner rather than later we'll see we'll see where they decide to go Vidal Hainan I think after this weekend is going to have a lot of interesting decisions to make some of the players that were on the so-called B team you know may definitely have a claim to the A team especially the opposites I would definitely take Lukas Kaczmarek or Machi Muzai above David Kornarski if you listen to the podcast you know I, I'm not a huge fan of Kornarski but I think Vidal Hainan definitely has to take a good look at those opposite players. Because obviously, Bartosz Kurek, the number one option in Poland. No doubt about that. No argument with that. But I think Maciej Musa, he's matured a lot in the last year. We saw in Gdansk over the last season that he's developed a lot as a player. Become more consistent. And I know the knock on him is that he kind of fades in clutch moments. He fades when the score gets above 22. But... I think with enough real experience under his belt that he can become the second best or even best once Kurek is done opposite in Poland. Anyway, Poland, wow. Great coaching by Vidal Hannon. You can tell every player has gotten so much better at blocking. Bartosz Bednorz, man, he, he just wraps up that entire line when they were playing Brazil. Wallace had nowhere to go. His, his favorite shot down the line or that sharp sharp cross that line was taken away so he, he I mean he was scoring cross to be fair 
but that line, one of his two shots, completely wrapped up our Bednorish. And I have to give a lot of credit to Hanan for teaching Bednorish that. So Poland 2-0, beat Brazil. And I haven't talked about their win against Iran a lot, but maybe the most iconic game of Chicago Nations League so far. It hasn't been long. It's only year one of three of the USA hosting Nations League in Chicago. But man, that game, Poland beating Iran. I I don't really want to go into the history between those two teams. Michael Kubiak could maybe give a little bit more insight into what has happened between those teams over the last few months. Safe to say there is no lost love between Poland and Iran. And I'm sorry, Iran. You know, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I gave you the best team of the week many times over the Nations League. I thought you guys played really well. Ibadapur, Maruf. I thought Maruf to Amir Gafur. That one of the best one-two punches in volleyball over the last few weeks. Said Musavi. I thought made a great comeback, but I guess in the end, Iran, not going to lie, was a bit of fake news because uh, they couldn't get it done in Nations League against the Poland B team or against Brazil. Very tight game tonight. Brazil barely winning 3-2, so maybe this Poland B team a bit better than we expected. But Iran had every opportunity. Maruf, I think, was incredible during the regular stage in the Nations League. Did a really good job of bringing this Iran team together to get to that amazing 12-3 and record. But I have to say, during this finals run so far against Brazil and against Poland, kind of looked like he did when he was with MS Siena in the Italian Super League. Maruf, we know, has maybe the highest technical ability of any setter in the world, but maybe doesn't have the decision-making of the other setters at the top of the game. He was feeding players that could not get the job done He was misplacing sets, which I don't know why he's doing it right now when he was placing everything so perfectly during the Nations League regular round. Unfortunate for Iran. I know they had a lot of fans out here in Chicago, probably only second to Poland. Really great to see all those Iranian fans out. They do a really good job of supporting their team. Sorry, USA. You're a distant third after Iran and Poland. And the number of fans you get out in your own home country, I think the Americans will have to do a better job of that in the second and third year in Chicago. Anyway, Iran knocked out. Great season overall. I know it's tough at this point, you know, getting knocked out, not even making it to the Final Four. But remember, personally, I did not think Iran would make it to the Final Six. I thought they would be knocked out around eighth or ninth place. And they made it much, much farther than that. They made it to second place overall in the Nations League, just behind Brazil. So I think there's nothing to be ashamed of with that in Iran. Remember, they have a great, great youth program coming through the system. U19, 2017 world champions. So this is definitely not the last you guys have heard from Iran. But 2019 VNL, probably not the tournament that they're going to make their mark. And honestly, 2019 Olympic qualifiers, probably not either. Iran's looking at the long term. Anyway, on the other side of the pool, USA beating Russia easily. Russia tonight not playing any of their starters. And like really not playing any of their starters. None of them played except for Ivan Yakovlev, the middle, who I'm a really big fan of. 
but of course they could afford not to play any of their starters because they beat France on Thursday night, which was a gigantic win for them because France did not bring their A-team as well. Angapet missing, Stefan Boyer missing, Krupanikov missing. So like Russia, who's missing Mikhailov, Mazursky, Alexander Bukko, Sergei Grankin, all those guys. You know, they are both bringing their B-team, so it was a battle of the B-team to know who would qualify behind the USA. And I think, I think Russia was definitely the better team. I don't think I've seen a more dominant blocking game than the one I saw on Thursday night. Kirkeyev just wrapped up everyone on France. And I know France is very technically skilled. Kevin Tilly, Thibaut Rossard, Trevor Kovano, all those guys, really talented players. But I will say that Russia athletically and in terms of height is a little bit stronger than them or maybe like a decent amount stronger than them. And that really showed in that game because those triple blocks that Russia was putting up against France, I don't know. They can give Poland a really good run for their money because I don't think Poland against Brazil or against Iran really faced a blocking force like Igor Kaluka, Dmitry Volkov, and Kirkev, Ivan Yakolov, Viktor Politev, that entire team. Just serving and blocking, that's all you need. You know, they're, they're good attackers. They can't pass. None of them can pass at all, but their length and athleticism just unmatched in anyone in volleyball. Anyway, that's enough about the games that went on. We do have our four final teams, Brazil and Poland making it out of Pool B, USA and Russia making it out of Pool A. So pretty similar to the teams we had last year, our semifinals matchups which begin tomorrow. USA versus Brazil and Russia versus Poland. Not exactly how I would have drawn it up. I can't believe USA and Brazil, who I have said since the beginning of this tournament are the two best teams competing, will be facing off in the semifinals. This happens way too much in volleyball. We really want to have the best teams competing in the finals and not the semifinals. I felt it was a very very similar situation Poland versus USA. Last year at the World Championship semifinals, the two best teams facing off against each other. The winner of that would definitely go on to win. I feel like it's a similar situation this year with USA and Brazil facing off. I mean, maybe I'm not giving enough credit to Poland, who have pulled off so many upsets already. They're doing a really good job. But let's go into detail and look at those matchups. First, Russia versus Poland, the two tallest, most physical teams in the tournament. Russia and Poland both playing with a lot of good players missing. So so it's kind of interesting to see how these two teams will match up, both playing with not their best players. So guys who haven't seen each other that much. However, I will say that Igor Kliuka and Dmitry Volkov and Viktor Politev are all guys that I don't think Poland has an equivalent of. Those Those are guys that are starting for the Russian national team. Even though Russia is sitting Maxim Mikhailov and Dmitry Mrzerski and Alexander Buko, those guys are every bit as good as those guys. They are bona fide starters playing for Russia. They would play for Russia in the Olympics in 2020 for sure. And on the Polish team, I can see Bartosz Folek, Maciej Muzai. That's probably it though on the Polish team. Like, they don't have the top-level talent. They've been playing really well. Again, 
I don't want to take any credit away from this Polish team that has been competing, basically, like, sent off by Vidal Hainan. It's kind of brutal that the entire A-team is kayaking and doing whatever they're doing in Poland. And this team has been competing in Chicago. And, you know, Wilfredo Leon, Bartosz Krak, they're all sending great Instagram messages supporting this Polish team. Because, I mean, they're all friends, but still, I got it like all those guys definitely have a chip on their shoulder and they're ready to prove it but i think russia probably the more talented team better blocking better serving i would say poland is definitely a better passing better receiving team but that might be the only advantage they have so i would say russia is going to make it through from that bracket and they're going to get maybe an undeserved silver medal just because of the way things worked out but on the other side of the bracket the real gold medal match, USA versus Brazil, both teams, probably the only two teams really competing other than Iran for the VNL gold medal, that $1 million prize, going to be a really intense matchup. You know, this this might be the Olympic 2020 Tokyo finals matchup. Yoandri Liel and Ricardo Lucarelli have looked really good together so far. You know, Lucarelli... Great passer, great hitter. He's great at everything. He can cover all of Yoandri Liel's weaknesses, which I think is the kind of player that Liel excels with. I think Liel would have looked really good next to Taylor Sander and Lube. I mean, Juan Terena, you know, he's an incredible player, but I think Liel needs someone who, who can really cover for his passing deficiencies like Taylor Sander or like Ricardo Lucarelli, which is why I think this pairing works so well, which is why I think this Brazil team works so well which is why they went 14-1 and during the VNL regular round, but they have struggled a little bit during the finals, you know, barely beating Iran tonight 3-2, losing to Poland 3-1, which entirely unexpected. I mean, all credit to Poland. They played extremely well. That is the best defense I've seen pretty much every player on that Polish team play. But, you know... Brazil versus USA. That's going to be a huge match tomorrow. I will be going to see it personally. I'm very excited to go see how that turns out because I don't think the Americans, in all honesty, I think Sproul was fully expecting to meet them in the finals because they're the only two teams who are both at the elite level and taking this tournament seriously. We have a lot of good matchups to look forward to. Wallace versus Taylor Sander. Bruno, who... Interestingly enough, did not play in some of the match during Iran. Kachopa getting the nod. Anyway, Leal versus Aaron Russell. Maik Reyes versus Eric Shoji. It's going to be a great matchup. USA versus Brazil. This has got to be one of the games that I'm looking forward to most out of anything over the last few months. But the air conditioning just came on really loud in this Airbnb so that will be the end of the podcast today a little bit of a shorter episode but i hope you guys enjoyed it if anyone wants to meet up at the games on saturday or sunday give me a message at 51vb on instagram happy to hang out with you and talk volleyball but if not i hope you enjoy following this tournament watching some games on volleyballworld.tv or wherever you stream it and i hope you have a good weekend Thanks.